Volatility in the market is a fact. What isn't so clear is what the ups and downs of the market can do to your retirement portfolio. For answers, call Kevin Brooker at 800-975-6717. Kevin is founder and CEO of Silverleaf Financial, and he's been helping people cut through the noise to create a retirement and income plan that can take you all the way through retirement. Call now for your free financial consultation, 800-975-6717. Today's market volatility can really take a toll on your portfolio. But what if you could lock in your gains and still be in a position to participate in the gains without suffering losses if the market plunges again? That's what Kevin Brooker at Silverleaf Financial can help you achieve. Your no-cost analysis includes a portfolio x-ray showing any hidden fees in your current plan. He'll show you how by claiming Social Security at the right time can make a huge difference in your retirement income. Call Kevin Brooker today, 800-975-6717. Do it today. This is Kevin Brooker. Welcome to Cruising Through Retirement. You know the old saying about making assumptions? Well, when it comes to retirement, there are many assumptions that people make that can be incredibly detrimental and difficult to recover from. To recover from. So on today's show, we're going to cover six financial planning assumptions that you really want to avoid on your journey to and through retirement. So stick around. We're going to cover it right here. Cruising Through Retirement with Kevin Brooker. Kevin is an investment advisor representative with more than 30 years experience. He's helped thousands of people cruise through retirement, and he'd be happy to help you too. Stick around for today's adventure on Cruising Through Retirement. Welcome in, everybody. This is Cruising Through Retirement. Kevin Brooker's here. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Kevin, of course, helping folks for more than 30 years, independent, fiduciary, all the things we like. Uh, hi, Kevin. How's it going? Oh, it is going It is going great. You know what? It's finally uh, breaking below 100 out here, so we're good. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, we're talking 60s here, so I, it's cold. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, right. It is cold. You know, you know I think my wife, if, it, if it's like below 80, she wants to put on like a parka or something. Oh, yeah. I see people all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's crazy. So this is we're coming up on a great time of year in uh, you know the beautiful desert, the beautiful valley of Phoenix. So uh, life is good, sunny skies. We're good. All right, sounds like a, sounds great. That sounds great to me. Well, we're yes. gonna, we're going to get into some stuff here today, Kevin. That, that uh, it's kind of fun. Um, we're talking about making assumptions, and uh, there's a reason why we don't. And we're calling on Tony Randall from. Um, the odd Perfect. couple with an, with an explanation. Ah, now think hard. Your answer is very important. Well, not exactly. You hear? You hear? Not exactly. What do you mean, not exactly? Well, I mean, I just assumed that this man. Did, did you say you assumed? Yes. Your Honor, may defense counsel use that blackboard? Yes. You should never assume because when you assume, you make an ass of you and me. Uh, Tony Randall is only Tony Randall can from the odd couple. That's funny. I mean, that comes, that comes from 1973, Kevin. Oh, you know, oh gosh, 50, 50, hard to believe that's 50 years ago now. Yeah, no kidding. And, and, I, and here's and, the sad part. I remember. You, you know what? I was just, <laughs> I was just going to say that. I swear. I remember watching that episode. Yeah. <laughs> when you assume, yeah. um, you, you know, and, and that, that has been right. 50 years ago that aired and, and I'm sure, uh, um, I'm sure somebody figured that, you know, 
play on those words, play on the, the word assume a long time ago. Before oh, yeah. that. You know, but you're but you're really setting yourself up uh, for a, a, a rocky path or a rocky detour along retirement if you fall prey to those. And one of the biggest ones that I remember growing up, it, it was always that the golden age of retirement being 65. That's the magic and, number. That's it. That's the one. You know, right. That's the one you get your uh, you get your retirement party and your gold watch and uh, see sail off into the sunset. Right. Kick to the curb. And, <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. That's another way of putting it. Um you know, so the, rea- the reality is, is how long, how long you're going to work is, is, uh, is very different from individual to individual, right? It's each situation is different. Um, you know, people are going to retire at different ages, at different capacities. And, and something uh, that I think is dangerous about not just thinking 65, uh, but just uh, assuming that you're going to be perfectly healthy all the way to the point in which you choose to retire. And the reason I say this, I, I wish everybody good health. I, I, I think it'd be great if, None of us got sick. We didn't get injured. We didn't have accidents. That'd be great. Right. Uh, but the reality is about 25% of people retire before they plan to. All right. And that's part of the reason that I get, you know, I get concerned personally, as well as for my clients when I, when I sit down with people and they, and I have to say, you know what, I, you really need to keep working. You don't, I don't think you've got enough put away to, to be secure. Um, the reality is anything could happen at any time to any of us. And so it is, it is. Something to just bear in mind, especially if you have a physical type of job, if you if you're heavy, meaning you have physical labor in your job, like, uh, OK, well, UPS drivers have been in the news lately. So a UPS driver. Right. OK. I used to work out. I actually used to work out with a guy that was a manager at UPS. And we were talking about how he's, he said he used to be a driver. But then he's like, man, you know, that's a lot of work being a driver. Oh, yeah. And he said and he's like, do you know how many trips, do you know how many deliveries they make in an average day? And it's, and it's like 85 or 90, if I remember correctly. Holy cow. That seems like a that, lot. Right. Doesn't that seem like a lot on an average day? It's like 10, more, what, 10 an hour, 12 an hour. Yeah. And, and, he's, and he said, you know what? When Christmas time comes around, it can be over 100. And I'm saying, okay, that's 100 times you're, you're climbing in and out of that truck and you're taking a package. Sometimes they're big packages to somebody's house. And then I remind myself, you know what? Everybody doesn't live on the first floor. <laughs> and everybody doesn't have, right? Everyone yes. doesn't have a house. You can just walk up a flat driveway and put the package next to the door. So what if these guys have to deliver in the city and you got to go inside apartment buildings or you go inside of, you know, three or four story apartment buildings that don't have an elevator. So, so my point being is that the physical labor, folks that are doing physical labor, um, you, I, I would strongly suggest start saving as early as possible, because I think if you're going to have to keep doing that job into your 60s, it might be very, very difficult, and you might wind up in a position that you're just not able to continue to do that. So I think it's important to have a backup plan and, 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 and at least consider the possibility that you won't be able to work as long as you thought and come up with some strategy or a, a, another way of earning money. You know, I happen to have, uh, um, I, I know some people that, uh, for instance, are carpet layers and flooring guys. And, and if you know, when they, you know, when they put in a carpet, oh, they put it on the floor, those and knees. they got this thing that they jam with their knee, yes. right? To, to stretch out the carpet. And, and well, if you're doing that all day, every day for 20, 25, 30 years, I, I don't know that you're going to be able to keep doing that in your sixties. And, and so I think it's important put away as much as you can, as early as you can, and maybe you'll be able to retire early. Right. Yeah. There, you know, some people, there are some people that are retiring 50, 50, you know, in their mid fifties, early fifties. I will admit a lot of them that I've met, they've got a government pension. Like one, one of my clients is, uh, he was a deputy fire chief in Illinois and he retired at 53 with, with almost a six figure pension. Um, and 
you know, and life is good, right? Life is good, yeah. And and so if you're one of those people that don't have a pension and you'd like to set one up for yourself, that's what we refer to as an annuity, guys. A lot of people don't realize Social Security is really one big ginormous annuity, all right? The, the, the uh, pension plans are generally funded by a big group annuity policy, all right? So I don't know why people have hold them in high regard when it's when it's an annuity that's paying a pension um, or their social security check that comes in every month. But for some reason, they got a bad taste about the word annuity. Personally, it, 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 it's a it's a disconnect. All right. Annuities can be a beautiful thing for a piece of your portfolio. And, and so um, my point being is if somebody put money away earlier, you could turn on an income stream from an annuity when you're 50. If you've got enough money put away and you could easily retire early if you've got enough money put in there. So you want to be careful, assuming that you're going to be able to, you know, don't assume you're going to work, you're going to retire at 65 because it might, it may or may not happen depending on your investments and your lifestyle and, and things like that. You know what? Maybe you'll be lucky and you can, and re, you can retire younger than that, fully secure in your, uh, in your situation. But it's really important to sit down and run the numbers with somebody. Actually put them on, if you don't have them on in black and white, then you really don't have a plan. Okay. So I would encourage you to sit down with an advisor, run all the numbers and make sure that you're in a solid financial footing before you go ahead and uh, you know turn in your retirement papers. And folks, if you'd like to reach out and have that conversation with Kevin, a couple of ways to, to get in touch. Silverleaffinancial.com is easy. Silverleaffinancial.com. You can reach out to Kevin right there from the homepage. And as long as you're on the homepage, take a look. He's got a book there that he's giving away. It's great. The Millionaire's Guide to Tax-Free Money for Long-Term Care. And again, you're giving it away free, Kevin. It is. It is. And by all means, uh, you guys can just send me an email or a text. I'm happy to you know, send you the electronic version or I can send you the hard copy. You know, but I'll show you some ways. If you're somebody that's thinking about long-term care and you want to figure out how, what, what you should do to address it for yourself and your wife, please re request the book. There's no obligation. There's no cost. And I'll show you some ways that you can, we can set it up so if the situation does occur, you can use tax-free money. In other words, you can use money that you have not paid taxes on, right? You save that tax money. That'll save you at least 20% right off the bat. So by all means, uh, take a look at it, check it out. And I think you'd be happy that you did. Absolutely. Um, you know, one of the other assumptions folks make What's is that? underestimating how long they're going to live. Oh, right? that's what well, we've talked about that before. The, you know, the longevity risk, and it's getting more and more to it, a bigger problem. It, it really mean, is. It's kind of, I mean, it's the sad it's a good news, bad news situation, but geez. It, 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 it is, and it, and it can be a tough one. I mean, a lot of people don't like talking about their own mortality, and I understand that. Um, but we, you know, we, we have to be, we have to be the, at least act like the adults in the room right. and, and, and deal with it. Make a plan so that if you do live longer than expected, that you've got plenty of resources that you can pay your bills and still live the life that you want to live without having to rely on your kids or, or some a government handout. Now, if it comes to that, then so be it. You've got to do what you got to do. All right. But I'm here to help you plan financially, to look at everything financially. And I want to do everything that I can to make sure that nobody ever runs out of money or, or has less than they need to do what they want. And one of the biggest risks that I see people, people uh, taking is that they're underestimating how long they could live. And, um, you know, because the, the way that I look at it, if, if you got a whole bunch of money and you pass away sooner than expected, Okay, that that maybe you know maybe it's not the ideal situation, but you're okay, sure. right? You don't you can't take it with you. No, you and you you're leaving it to your your as your legacy, right? You leave it as your legacy. You can leave it to you know whoever whoever you like your 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 spouse, 
your kids, your grandkids, it's, you can leave it to a charity, any number of any number of groups. I've, I've got one client that uh, her husband passed unexpectedly and and uh, uh, in his mid 60s, early 60s. And she decided to honor his legacy by setting up a scholarship at the university that he graduated from. Uh, he graduated with, with he, he was a physics guy and graduated with, with a degree in physics. And so she set up scholarships, one for a man, one for a woman. So every year she has a ceremony, uh, actually in Tel Aviv, Israel, where he went to college and um, gives one scholarship out to, to uh, you know, a male studying physics and another to a female. That's pretty and cool. She's done that. I, I think it's very cool. I think it's very cool. I think that's, I think that accomplishes so much. You're, you're, you're helping other people out, but at the same time, you're honoring your husband's legacy right. that's, and, that's and, you're beautiful. Give, and you're giving back, you know? True. And that's important too. I, I think it's important. And I, I think it's a beautiful thing. I think it's selfless. And, uh, and she, every year it's almost 10 years now she's been doing this. Wow. That's so, fantastic. And I'm guessing that's, that, that the scholarship, the, the funds grow. The, the, um, well, well, she has the funds with me. Okay. Yeah. Until we sent, until we sent them to the scholarship. I see. Okay. So, so she's got the money invested with me. I manage it for her. And then every year, uh, around, you know, the scholarship ceremony is in uh, May, June air is usually early June. Mm -hmm. And so, um, like April or so, you know, I, I, I send the money to the, to the, uh, to the scholarship. Nice. And that's kind of cool. So she, yeah, I, I think it's very cool. You know, it's something, it's something that I've always thought about. I think it'd be, you know, it'd be, it'd be a nice thing to do. It's something that I'm considering because me and my wife don't have, we don't have kids. Right. And so, um, as, as of right now, I'm planning on leaving everything to charity. And um, I'm, I'm thinking about scholarships and I'm looking at various charities. So nonetheless, um, make sure if you do have charitable wishes, by the way, go check out the charity. Make sure it's legitimate and that the majority of money is going to the cause as opposed to the people on the boards of the charity. Oh, yeah. Okay, because there's a lot of lousy ones out there and you can give them money, but a lot less is going to go towards the cause than you might think. So something like a, there's a website, Charity Navigator is one, I think. Um, I used to look at, and so make sure you check them out. There's a lot of data out there in terms of the exact, you know, how many cents of every dollar actually get to the cause Yeah. as opposed, as opposed to paying somebody's salary or, you know, something like that. Well, I'll tell you the, um, there's a great uh, documentary on Netflix right now about, um, telemarketing, just about that. And, and boy, it opens your eyes to like all these, uh, police, uh, what do they call them? Uh, foundation, not even a foundation. What's the other word that they use to sort of cut, to sort of you know, cover what but, that, but some, but, what that is a benevolent association. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. But that's, that's exactly it. But this, this documentary goes through and it takes it back to the beginning. And there's one guy in particular. Oh my God. Yeah. He's, it's, it's amazing for, for people to see that and, and to realize that there are so many scams that to me, that was the big takeaway. Oh, it, it, it really, every day, every day. And, and I, and I try to send, I send out emails and I send out updates uh, to, to, to clients. Uh, I don't know, probably every, every few months, just saying, hey, you know what? I've just heard about another scam out there. You want to watch out for this. Be careful. And especially with the advent, you know, I say the advent of the internet. It's been around a while now. Um, but the, there is so, I always tell people, you know, that 30 years ago, a guy that was in, you know, 5,000 miles away would have a really difficult time trying to steal from you, right? Yeah. But, but with, the, with internet and technology, they can steal from you from, you know, several from the other side of the world. Yes. All right. And, and they I, do. I get email. I get emails every day, every day that that are scams, that are emails that you know this. Oh, you want a lottery in Nigeria? Sure. And, 
and all this other and all this other. So you got to be really careful. And 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 the messages, uh, the scam messages, they're getting a lot more creative and they're doing a lot better job making it look legitimate. So be very very careful about opening any emails um, that that are from any source that you don't immediately recognize. And and personally, I don't even I don't answer the telephone if I don't know who's who's calling me either. Yeah. So you want to be very be be very careful for sure. You know, but. But really take a look when we're going back to what we're talking about, some of the assumptions and estimating longevity, just a quick rule of thumb, guys, if you're 65 years old and you're a 65 year old male, all right, you're going to live on average to 83 to 84 and, and uh, a 65 year old female, I believe is in the 85, 86 range. Yeah. And so, um, you well, know, and then the, I, and, to, to bear that out even further, um, aside from the averages, one in four 65 year olds today will live past age 90. Oh yes, and 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 I think I think ten percent will live past ninety five. Yeah, holy cow, Kevin! That's I mean, so, we've got to address that. It, it you know it's and that's that's why one of the th- that's why one of the things Steve I say is you know and I've talked about it many times. I I believe annuities can be a very attractive solution for a lot of people that want to supplement your income, and that's because the annuity contract is the only account that'll keep on paying you even if the value goes to zero. No other account will do that. All right. And so what I'm doing for myself personally, for me and my wife is I'm using, I'm setting them up for income so that we can add additional income to our social security because we've been self-employed our entire career. We don't have any pensions. So I'm using annuities to set up what I think of as my, as a personal pension plan. And just like with a pension plan where you send, they send you money every month, just like your social security check right? Mm-hmm. You know, you got, you know, you have that check coming in every month, right? You've got that money coming in every month, but there's no lump sum out there that you can say, you know what? Social security, I don't want the monthly check. I just want to take you know 200 grand or whatever you think it might be. <laughs> sure. Right. We, you don't have that option. Nope. And that's the same way you want to think about an annuity that you're setting up for income. Okay. Is that, yes, it has to stay in place for life because if you want it to keep paying you for life, it has to be enforced. Right. So when you set it up, you have to think about the money you put in one of these investments as gone. All right. You don't want to think about it as anything that you might have to tap into for whatever a vacation or some emergency, because then that's going to reduce your income and that might kind of blow up the contract. So you want to look at it as something that you're putting it away. It's in place and it's there, you know, forever. And then it will keep on paying you money every single month. Even if it goes to zero, when you're 90 and you live to 97, it's going to keep on paying you that same amount of money every single month or your spouse. The way that I'm doing it is I'm setting up for joint lifetime payments, which means that after the first one of us passes, the survivor is going to continue to get that exact same amount of money for as long as he or she lives. Wow. And so I think that I'm, I, to me, it gives me peace. It gives me more peace of mind. It makes me feel better and more comfortable knowing that, you know what, initially we, we will, we'll be able to live just off our social security initially, but I know we all seen inflation, right? Mm-hmm. We've seen, we've seen everything going up, all the prices going up. And now with these, uh, with these labor talks, UAW labor talks, after they see what the Teamsters did for UPS and how UPS drivers are apparently making what, 110 or $120,000 a year now. They make some good uh, money. They're making good money. So, so by the way, if, if you're a young person, I would seriously, I would really take yeah. a hard look at that. I was thinking you know? about that when you talk UPS drivers. I don't think UPS drivers. I don't think I've ever seen one with gray hair. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, you, you, yeah, you, <laughs> you know what? I don't, I don't know that there are many of them with gray hair. And you know what? Really, you know, quick side note: what shocked the heck out of me? What's that? They don't have air conditioning in their truck. 
Oh man! And these you know, in and your these part of the world, are, that's that's crazy. And you're t- okay in Arizona. Yeah. When we had when we had uh, God, uh, how many days did we have over? I think we had like twenty five or thirty days over one hundred and ten. Yeah, that's what. And, yeah, I remember you telling me that with no AC. <laughs> and, and this is physical labor. I mean, uh, good, good, good grief. I mean, I, I, uh, I got to give them the credit for doing that job. And, and that's, that's gotta be a lot of hard work and a lot of sweat. And I hope they're drinking a lot of water. Yes. Um, you know, so apparently as part of the contracts, they now actually have to put air conditioning in the truck. So I, I'm <laughs> well, like, okay, if it was, Min- if it was Minnesota, okay, that's one thing or North yeah. Dakota, fine. Right. But Arizona, oh mm, man. Not so much. So, <laughs> no, nah, no, not so much. So, uh, so take a hard look at, at your planning, guys, because I, I've had people in my family. My great aunt lived until 97. My father lived until 93. And so when I look at this, I say, you know what? Um, I, don't know, I don't know if I'm going to be around that long, but I certainly want to plan as though I will be. And, and if something happens uh, that, I, that I pass sooner, then so be it. That's okay. I would much rather you know, pass away earlier than I thought and have plenty of financial security as opposed to underestimating how long I'm going to live and running out of money when I'm, you know, 85 years old. Absolutely. Again, silverleaffinancial.com is the website. I I encourage you to visit that. You can reach out to Kevin right there. If you want to call him, it's 800-975-6717. We're talking about assumptions with Kevin Brooker on cruising through retirement. And uh, one of the other assumptions is uh, how much you'll spend, how fast you'll spend your money in retirement. Yeah, that's, uh, you know... (laughs) For that, sure. that can be a problem, and I'm guessing that you see that occasionally. Yes, I I, I do, and and um, it it comes up all the time, you know. And a lot of people have heard the rule of thumb about four percent withdrawal rate from a brokerage account, uh, and and what that means to do the math. So that means if you've got a half a million dollars in stocks and bonds, uh, that if you take out four percent per year, you have a high probability of the money lasting you throughout retirement. Now, it's important to emphasize to understand near <laughs> that word probability. It's not a guarantee by any stretch of the imagination, all right? And, and so, um, but the rule is, but the number is 4%. And so if you take out more than that, then there's a great, much greater chance you're going to run out of money. Um, but there's also something else to be aware of that, that we've, uh, we've talked about a, a few times, Steve, is uh, we call it sequence risk or sequence of return right. risk. That's, a, that's an and important thing to understand and really know how it can impact you. It, it, it really, it's huge. It's huge. And I'd be happy to show you guys uh, illustrations. I know it's a lot easier when you can see it side by side. And what we do is we show two people that are both retiring, right? Mm-hmm. They're same age, same amount of money. They're withdrawing the exact same amount of money. And we have one example where they retire in 1990, right? Before the start of a huge bull market. So they retire in 1990, they've they got stocks and bonds, they're taking out 4%. Not only do they get their withdrawals every year, but their portfolio actually grows. It's bigger after, let's say, 10 years, 12 years um, than it was started. And that was with the withdrawals. And then we compare that to somebody that retires in 2000. Okay. And that's right before the market crashed. All right. Mm-hmm. The person that retired in 2000 is going to run out of money. No, no question. That's a fact. All right. The person that retired in 1990 because he got lucky with the timing and, and how the stock market performed may never run out of money. All right. So the, re- the reality is that the sequence of those returns, don't just think about the stock market as something that makes eight, nine, 10% a year. If you just look back the last few years, right? Just the last couple of years, we, we had 2022 was one of the worst years in history for stocks and bonds. Sure. So if you retired at the end of 21 and you had your money in the market, if you, even if you had a diversified portfolio, you probably lost 20% of your portfolio. 
All right. And now hopefully it's come back and just got back up to close to being back to where you were a couple months ago. I think it was August 1st or beginning of August, we hit the high. And, and now we've given up another five, six, seven percent, uh, a little bit more for NASDAQ. So the sequence of the returns of your portfolio in those first five to 10 years, in particular, the first, the, the first, you know, one, two, three, four years, those can have a devastating impact on your portfolio. So you want to be very prepared because my advice is if you're going that route and the markets are going down, you need to stop your withdrawals. Okay. And so in order to stop the withdrawals, you need to have other sources of income. And so that's why I fall back and I say, you know what, maybe consider an annuity yes. to give you to give you a guaranteed income, right? And so that if something happens that you that you the market goes down, you can still do everything you want to do, but you can stop the withdrawals from a portfolio that's going down. Because if it's losing value and you're withdrawing from it, it's going to drop in value that much faster, right? Right. So so you want to be very careful about all these things. Uh, going back to how much money you're going to spend, I got off on a little tangent there. Yeah, that's good. But most people do wind up spending more than they expect, Steve, uh, especially, again, in those first several years, because, you know, a lot of people, just like coming out of the pandemic, you know how how airlines and hotels and cruise oh ships gosh, and everything, yeah. it's all booming, right? And, yes, and that's indeed. actually like... That's actually like one of the few areas in the in the economy, by the way, that's still doing well is the leisure area. Um, the economy is showing signs of slowing down, by the way. And so you want to make sure, have a good idea of what you're going to spend. And one of the best ways to do that, like I've talked about many times, we said that you want to have a budget. I don't call it a budget. I call it an income plan. But it's essentially the same thing. Because one of the first things we do when we sit down, we're going to look at all of your assets, right? Everything that you have, house, investments everything that you have. And then we're going to look at all your liabilities. What do you owe, right? Mm -hmm. How much, how much, how much are you bringing in every month? How much you spend in every month? And then we're going to figure out how much you're going to have in retirement. Um, and then of course we need to figure out how much extra income. Cause a lot of people, you know, their social security is not going to be enough to pay the bills. All right. And if it is initially what I mentioned earlier in the show, the way it looks right now, you know, like for myself and my wife, we'd be fine. I've, I've managed to get our expenses very low. We don't have any debt of any kind. And so we could live perfectly fine. You know, the lifestyle we have currently just on Social Security. But if inflation keeps jumping the way that it has been the last few years, I know that that's only going to last for a little while. So maybe five years later, I'm going to need extra income. And so that's when I'm going to turn on, I'll be turning on the annuities because they're going to be, they're going to, I'm setting up several of them because I want to be able to give myself a raise in income every few years or whenever I feel like it, really. But, but it's sure. going to be based no, on, Well, yeah, but I mean, right? boy, that's you, you lay that out like that, Kevin, and, that, and that's amazing. But that's the, and that's the I guess what I'm what I see here is that if you're doing that with your money, <laughs> yeah, do it with mine. I and, and you know what, guys, and I'm not saying to avoid stocks and bonds. I'm doing that, too. All right. Mm -hmm. and, and, and that's the key. I think I believe, OK, I'm fully licensed for insurance and annuities and I'm fully licensed for stocks and bonds, mutual funds, everything else that that you can do at a brokerage firm. Right. I'm doing all that myself, too. I'm doing that for myself. And my wife, I do. I eat my own cooking, so to speak. Sure. All right. Yeah. And, and, I, and by the way, I think it's important that whoever your advisor is, you know, if they're suggesting you do something that they don't do, you want to find out exactly why. Now, now there can now let me mention there can be a big difference if your advisor is you know thirty five and you're seventy five, <laughs> right? There's likely a big difference in you know how much risk you want to take, things like that. All right, um, but the underlying the, the underlying uh, you know investments are still very very important, um, and it's important to look at it. So what we're doing, what I do personally, 
we have treasuries. We, I, I've been, I mentioned a long time ago when T-bills started going up. Um, I, so I own treasuries. And by the way, you can buy treasuries directly with the U.S. government at treasurydirect.gov. Okay. And you can buy them yourself. No cost, no fees, no commissions. You just have to set up the account. Um, and you can set it up so that they send you the, right. They send you the interest when there's an interest payment, you know? Yeah. And, and, and they're all everything two years or less now on, tr- on the treasury market. So three months, six months, 12 months, two years, they're all paying over 5%. Right. Wow. And that, is, that hasn't that is happened for, in a while. Gosh, God, I think it's been about seven. I think it's been since Oh seven. I think, Oh, oh two, so I think it's been 16 years since we've seen rates uh, at that level. Um, so it's been a long time guys. And I was thinking about that. I'm saying, okay, so somebody that's like in his mid thirties, basically since he's been in a, he or she has been an adult, probably hasn't seen interest rates as high. And you know, since the point of that, like you might've even been paying attention to it. Right. I mean, I don't, I don't know how many people watch interest rates when they're a teenager. Um, you know, but a lot of people have never seen rates as high. And I think that's why so many people are freaking out at seven and eight percent mortgages. Sure. But um, yeah, I just but, read that today that the, there's no reason why they won't hit eight. There, there isn't any reason why they won't hit eight. And, and I'm here to say they, they could go higher. And Holy guys, cow. if you aren't, if you are investing in bonds, p- please note what I just talked about and what I just said. My wife and I are buying treasuries directly with the U.S. government. And these are specific maturity treasuries. So I'm, I'm buying three. I've been buying three-month and six-month treasuries, and when they mature, I just reinvest them into new ones. But they're three-month and six-month maturity because the short end of the yield curve had gone up so much. In other words, I was getting paid more for a three-month treasury than I was than 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 I'm getting paid for more for a three-month treasury than than you would for a ten-year or a thirty-year treasury bond. Holy cow! And so, so that's what I've been doing. But my point is, they're not bond funds; they're individual treasuries. All right, that means you've got a set interest rate and a set maturity date. And as long as you hold on until maturity date, you're guaranteed to get that return. However, if you've been buying aggregate bonds, then you haven't made any money all year long, all right? And so be very careful with that because your aggregate bonds and your longer term bonds, you can lose a lot of money in long-term bonds if you don't, if you don't, if you don't really, if you don't know what you're doing, all right? And as interest rates are going higher, it has the greatest impact on longer term maturities, okay? So make sure you know, uh, that you're familiar with those things. If not, if you say, you know what, I don't want to deal with that. I don't, I don't, I'm not interested in that stuff. You really need to have an advisor. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I hope you, I hope you get somebody that's independent, that's a fiduciary and is truly going to put your own interests first. And by all means, reach out to me anytime. I am a fiduciary. I take it very seriously. Um, and I'd be happy to help any way that I can. Silverleaffinancial.com is the website. 800-975-6717 is the phone number. I'm going to ask you, uh, so uh, sort of a, a drab week in the market, right? I mean, wasn't a lot going on. Am I right? No, 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 there wasn't. And and you know what? The market were, um, the market's, in my opinion, the market's been breaking down. And I think I mentioned it a week or two ago. Mm-hmm. You did. Um, and, 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 I, and I said, um, longer term investors keep investing. Meaning if you've got a 10 year, 10 years or more, just keep on plugging away, keep on investing. Uh, obviously, take a look at your portfolio, make sure it's diversified and you're not taking too much risk. Um, I'm always happy to give a second opinion if you'd like a second opinion on it. If you're closer to retirement or if you're already retired, I would strongly suggest you have at least 40%, if not 50% of your money in bonds. And I would be do- I'm doing, as I mentioned, short-term bonds. I like direct issue myself. Um, but you can also buy something SGOV, S-G-O-V is yielding over 5%. It's an exchange traded fund. It buys short-term treasuries. If you don't want to do it directly, you pay a little expense and you can do it easily. 
uh, through any brokerage account. All right. Uh, short-term corporate bonds, short-term investment grade corporate bonds are paying over 6% right now. All right. 6.15, I think is what I'm getting right now. So you can get decent interest on the fixed income side. All right. But if you're, if you're retired or you're more, more cautious, bonds are looking much more attractive to me. Again, I'm not going longer than a couple of years right now because I think rates are still going higher. And by the way, there are some bond experts uh, out there. So uh, let me say it this way. People with decades of experience in bonds. I heard one the other day say that he thinks bond interest rates could go up to 13%. Oh my. All right. Holy. Now I think that's, I, that sounds crazy to that me. That sounds crazy. <laughs> okay. okay. That's what he cited. He's not saying tomorrow. He says six or seven years from now, we could be looking at double digit interest rates. All right. Wow. So I just want to put that out there as food for thought. Okay. Because let don't say it's impossible, guys. Go back to the 70s and 80s and you'll, you'll see where interest rates were. All right. So make sure you've got a plan. If you don't have a plan, then find an advisor that you're comfortable with, that you trust, that's going to put your interest first, that can help you figure this out. Provided this for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment tax or legal advice. The covered material has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. There are risks associated with every type of investment vehicle. Please read the prospectus and risk disclosures thoroughly before investing. Insurance guarantees are subject to the insurance company's ability to pay. Neither Silverleaf Financial, Kevin Brooker, host, and guests are responsible for the usage of information discussed. Security and investment services offered through Silverleaf Financial, members FINRA SIPC. Please consult with an experienced advisor before making any investment decisions. Volatility in the market is a fact. What isn't so clear is what the ups and downs of the market can do to your retirement portfolio. For answers, call Kevin Brooker at 800-975-6717. Kevin is founder and CEO of Silverleaf Financial, and he's been helping people cut through the noise to create a retirement and income plan that can take you all the way through retirement. Call now for your free financial consultation, 800-975-6717. Today's market volatility can really take a toll on your portfolio. But what if you could lock in your gains and still be in a position to participate in the gains without suffering losses if the market plunges again? That's what Kevin Brooker at Silverleaf Financial can help you achieve. Your no-cost analysis includes a portfolio x-ray showing any hidden fees in your current plan. He'll show you how by claiming Social Security at the right time can make a huge difference in your retirement income. Call Kevin Brooker today, 800-975-6717. Do it today.